those are some of the ways I make sure that the next generation of fam, they never go back to ramen and OJ unless they want to, because we still got that shit in the closet, because that's just, that's what we eat. Kids, we still got the ramen here. They got to know what it is, but I do <laughs> love what you're saying, right? The idea of going back to the bottom, it's not keeping the same lifestyle that you're accustomed to, and better yet, making it even better for the next generation when they come in. Stack my money up like Lego. Bad me when I say so. Pull up in the spotlight. What's up, world? We back. It's your boy, Ross Mac of Maconomics, and this is another episode of Money Music Culture. I'm here with my dog, my co-host, Brandon Copeland, a.k.a. Professor Cope. Be Cope, man. How you living, dog? What's the word? I'm good, man. I'm good. You know how we do. I'm ready to talk some money. I'm ready to learn from my boy today, baby. Let's go, hey, man. How you hey, doing? Hey, I'm learning from you, man. This, this is a give and receive relationship, man, because mm -hmm. I'm learning from you as much as the next person learning, you did? Amen, amen, bro. Well, look, we, we're not going to waste no time. We're not going to beat around the bush. Let's go. Our guys, man. Joyner Lucas, Lil Baby, Ramen and OJ. Right. I think this song, one, I love the song. You know me, obviously, I only play things that I like. Um, but I listened to it before games, listened to it as I train because it's like, it's the thing that fuels me and motivates me to say, like, nah, we, we got to keep going. Like, I'm not going back to what life was before I felt mm -hmm. like I was closer to financially being free, right? I don't think mm -hmm. I'm financially free yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm we, we on the verge, right? That song did something for me, right? Like at the end of the day, that's what this is about, right? Money, music, culture, right? If you're able to combine all three of them, mm -hmm. then we got some, right? We, we cooking with grease, and at the end of the day, the thing you take from it is just the hunger, right? I can never go back to the bottom. Can never go back to work it walking to work on a cold day baby said something where he like you know i went from an employee to a, a business owner mm. boss or something like yeah. at the end of the day right you ask yourself what's gonna motivate you right and i think that it's very important to understand what the bottom is to experience that to have that humility to have that type of humbling experience to one understand what it is that you never want to have to do again in order to propel you to stay on the path that never places you back at that humbling experience. Mm. Look, man. You know what I mean? Like, 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 if you grew up broke and come into some money, that work ethic you might have got as a person that was broke, and then you get the money, it's like you can't stop the work ethic. You got to continue to be hungry, right? Like, they say, like, the vast majority of people that just – inherit a lump sum of money loser right you win the lottery mm -hmm. right you're gonna lose that right because they didn't work towards that money but like if you ever came from the bottom and your work ethic got you out of the bottom into glowing up making a lot of money then you understand like i'm never going back to that okay what are the steps not to go back to that mm. is it saving better is it investing right like what is it is it working even harder is it new ventures right like Cause you understand it's only 24 hours in a day and every hour you sleep somebody else working harder than you so like what is it like cope what like talk to me right like how do you never go back to the bottom yeah yeah bro i mean um i think you also hit on something huge right there is our children won't have to grow up like i, I was looking at my son play today i was like this boy got a great life god dang like he literally can just turn around and play with his grandparents and then he go outside to the he got the little the little fake jeep truck and like literally he can go 
watch YouTube whenever he wants. Like, he can go to different rooms in the crib. Like, he got a great life, right? So, like, when you talk about kids oh, inheriting stuff, right? Like, my goal is my... You going... And, and I don't give a shit if you do talk about my son. Oh, you inherited that. Yeah, you fucking right. You inherited it, right? Like, but you also... <laughs> oh, I Also, it's my job to teach you how to how to grind for it too, how to work for everything, how to earn everything, how to be polite, be be respectful, how to treat everybody in the building the same and all those things. So so when I listen to this song, in order for me to not ever, ever, ever risk going back, because that's, that's been my dream and my goal. Like my, my life is like, I don't want to go back to worrying about what the price of the groceries are straight up, right? Like I don't, gas prices I'm conscious of it and I'm conscious of all the money I spend however mm-hmm. it's not like for me right now it's not like yo like oh shit we can't buy this it's because it's going to affect paying a bill next week I ain't going back to that right like and yep. so the way I am setting myself up and let's also put a disclaimer on it this is just we're, we're on this journey with everybody out there Right. We'll look back 10, 20, 30 years from now and, and hopefully we'll see like, yo, we were right. Right. But like the way I am, am bulletproofing myself for that is one by investing, 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 investing. My savings are minimal. I know that might be backwards to what a lot of people say. My emergency fund is straight. My emergency fund is my savings, right? Like that's in case I'm unemployed for longer than I ever expect to be unemployed. These houses don't sell the way I need them to sell. This commercial real estate doesn't go the way I need it to go. These ventures don't exit properly. They all become duds, right? That's money to keep me afloat until I have the next idea or the next hustle. But the rest is going to fucking work for me, right? Get your ass out there and go to work because that's how we make sure we never go back. Because as soon as I get that profit, right, we sold a bunch of homes uh, last month. We sold a bunch of homes last month. And literally, I'm out here looking for the next deal and multiple deals to take that money and spread it into. Yes, give me all that. Get your ass back out there and get to work, period. So for me, being making smart and strategic investments, something Floyd Mayweather says all the time. Everybody looks at him like, oh, you're blowing your money, blowing your money, blowing your money. And we'll never know. We'll never see in his, his tax return in his bank account. However, like he always says, I'm making smart investments, right? Those investments are paying me well. Hey, bro, you know what's so funny about Floyd, bro? I bumped into him one time in real life. I was coming out of Morgan Stanley, so... I felt as though, and then I, I, I name dropped one of the homies. My brother actually played in the two on two with him and Jeremiah versus him and his mans for some bread, right? So I was able to name drop and he like actually talked to me for like a good three minutes. And I had a great conversation with him. But the thing was, I'm like, man, Floyd, you the you you know, I'm he Floyd Mayweather. This is in goddamn 2013, 2014, you feel me? Something like that. It's in that era. Right. And so I'm talking to him and he said the exact same thing, man. I'm making smart investments. He's like, man, I'm out here buying a building like the one you just walked out of. Mind you, he's talking about Morgan Stanley, bro. He's talking about real deal, over 40 story commercial unit. You know what I mean? Like real skyscraper. And he always would say that. And that's what's so funny. I laugh at it like Floyd never like 
him and 50 Cent always be going back and forth. And 50 be, bro, you're going to go broke for it. You're going to go broke for it. That's mm-hmm. why you're fighting again. Like, Floyd probably have another fight soon. And <laughs> and 50 Cent go laugh like he going broke. That's why. But Floyd, will, you'll never see what his investment portfolio is. But he always says, I'm making smart investments. And whether he is or isn't, that is the true name of the game. And, I, and you said something that was so dope. Going back to the bottom isn't about me no more. I got two kids. You got two kids. So it's all about them. You feel me? So... For me, I want to, until the day I die, be jealous of the life my kids had. Mm. You know what I mean? I want to be jealous of my grandchildren, right? And the, and the way I'm going to be is, right, we inherited a lot of game from our parents, right? We might not have inherited no money from them, but if we were able to inherit the game, right, we got a little game, now, we are able to, now we're able to give the wisdom, the hustle, and the game to our kids. So now they kids, kids going to inherit all that and some more, mm. right? And at the end of the day, going back to the bottom for me is is my kids not having a much better lifestyle than me. Yeah. So what does that look like? Like, I ain't going to hold you. Like, bro, we went to we went to the same school, right? Me yeah. and Cope went to the number one school in the nation when mm. we were there. Tell them. Warden Business no School. Cap. University of Pennsylvania, Ivy League. We two niggas from the hood. You know what I mean? To go to the number one school in the world, you got to understand a few things. It's only going to be 6% black people. So we in there with the true one percenters. It's a lot. It's a few people that's hungry, but there's a lot of people in there who ain't even heard of my school until I was damn near 16, 17. You feel me? So like to give you an idea, like I didn't even know what this school was. So a lot of the kids that went there, their parents went there. You know what I mean? They... They 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 went there. You know what I mean? They they wrote checks there. They knew where they were going. So I say that only to say the the comfort of the life that their parents had had been already been in the one percent, right? Running the world, right? They have a different view on life. Right. I always said like Mark Zuckerberg would have never been in a position to create Facebook if he was broke going to Harvard. And the reason I say that is this. If he was broke going to Harvard, he wouldn't have no longer been able to dream. And the reason I say that is, oh, come on, baby. You the first in the generation to go to Harvard. You got to graduate and get a good job, son. Mm. <laughs> Zuckerberg had a different level of comfort. Freedom. Think about that. Zuckerberg had a different level of comfort by while being at Harvard and having the ability to drop out. Mm. I couldn't go to Penn and drop out. I got too many people depending on me. Right. And so when I think about going to the bottom, I want to give my kids that safety net enough game where I'm comfortable with them dropping out of college because they got the game to have a startup. They have the I me personally, I have this the social capital to make conversations and have them in there with top tech founders. We know tech founders now. We know people in the VC world now. Right. But like. If our parents didn't, then we got that. And now our kids have the ability to be the Zuckerbergs, right? And, and so going back to the bottom is robbing my kids of that ability to dream. Bro, you you just posted something and I liked it not that long ago when you was talking about, right, when kids, when you were a kid, the mm. world is your oyster. Oh, I want to be an astronaut. I want to be this. But then when you get older, you stop dreaming, right, because it's reality. And one of the things I would have said, too, on that was like, when you're a kid, you never have been faced with failure. It's not until mm. you get older and you fail at something, then you don't ever want to fail again. So now your dreams are a lot smaller. But like having a different level of comfort, your dreams will always remain big, right? Like I remember graduating with certain kids 
And you ask them, damn, what you doing after school? Oh, I'm, I'm about to go to Europe and backpack for two months. None of them was telling me they had to get a job. They didn't have no pressure because they had the ability to continue to dream, to continue to figure it out. And so I love that you brought that up. Like, bro, I can't wait to be jealous and watch how dope Bryce grow up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I can't wait to look at Rossi and Asar and see, like, bro, these bonds are really living life to the fullest. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, bro. Going back to the bottom is is I look at it through the lens of the kids, man. Yeah, man, and and, and you know I I want to like I want to also touch on that point is like you said, kids don't know failure, they also don't know embarrassment, right? Like they don't know what being embarrassed mm-hmm. is. Like a kid will sit here like, you know, Uncle Ross, like let's dance, right, and just be dancing, right? Like how many grown people will just come up and randomly just start dancing in the middle of the party, right? We was in Arizona last week, a big old crowd there. We walking across the the little it wasn't a stage, but this little place to get to the ice cream for, for Bryson and he likes the song and he just start dancing in front of everybody. Don't care what anybody else is thinking, right? That boy and, ain't got no rhythm like his dad. No, nah, that boy's smooth, boy. We you know, we got the little, you know, it's the <laughs> stiff shoulders, but we get it in though. Uh but nah, he, he that's the thing that I think that, you know, when you when you strip away and, and we're kinda moving away from the money, but it's it's a mindset, really, right? Like when you strip away being embarrassed you strip away the fear of failure and the reason why you had a fear of failure is because most of the time it's like you don't want to be embarrassed people know you failed right like um when you strip that shit away you really unlock yourself right the reason why a kid can feel comfortable saying oh, i'm gonna go backpack for two months i don't give a shit what you think <laughs> like you know what i'm saying oh you expect me to go to i don't give a fuck what you think right like i'm i'm, I'm going to backpack for two months is what i said right and and you've told you've you've mentioned it before, especially when you talk about the metaverse and the NFT spaces. Like you said, you take your cool cloak off. Like stop trying to be so cool, right? Like stop trying to be afraid of being embarrassed. Stop trying to be the coolest person in the room and really just tap into being who the fuck you are, right? And so again, we're kind of not talking about money, which is cool. This is money, music, and culture. This is culture, right? Um, I just think that you know, for me. My entire life has been a chase, and 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 I also want to want to make sure, like, you know, my my mother, she worked extremely hard the way I know your mom did as well too, and and pops and and everybody, right? My mom worked extremely hard to give me some amazing opportunities. She actually got us out Baltimore, right, to give us better exposure to different schools and everything like that. And and I never want her to feel like. We're, I'm one of those kids that's like, oh, I came from the bottom, I came from the bottom, I came from the bottom. You know what I'm saying? Because our kids ain't gonna be able to say that. You know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 I wish you would say that shit. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> wish I would look at Bryce. Hey, we gonna play this back for when Bryce you know get he he ever try to make a song and he act like he ever grew up broke. Hold on, bro. Are right? You, are you dumb? Right. Right. And I think that that's the the cool thing. Like you know what I'm saying. Like even the Kanye Kanye West documentary, right? Like he my kid. This for my kids, 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 kids. Right. That's the song. But the documentary, like like he was like, man, what you gonna be mad at me? Cause I ain't kill nobody. Cause I ain't murder nobody. Right. right? Like what you gonna be mad at me? Cause I just. Cause I'm, I like different type of clothes. I like this, right? Like when we all can just embrace who the fuck we are as people, and uh, most yeah. of the time it, it only comes with age. Sadly, right? Like no matter how much people try to tell you that when you, like when I was young, when people try to tell me that, it's like, ah, right, yeah, cool, but like I need to be cool for this crowd today. Like I appreciate you, but like I'm cool now. <laughs> Don't fuck with this, right? <laughs> Don't fuck this up for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you gotta kind of, we all gotta grow and mature. But like when you think about older folks. 
right? People talk about like old people, like, oh, they just say whatever they want. Grandma, she say whatever she want. She old, she ain't got time for no bullshit. Like, that's freedom, right? Older folks like that because they free. They're like, I'm not going to waste time bullshitting with you. I'm going to keep it yeah. a, a stack with you. So, so I think that for me, you know, my chase has always been to never go back to a different lifestyle. For athletes, for me as an athlete, let me zoom in a little bit. For me as an athlete, I've loved my life being a pro NFL player. I never want to go back to life without being like this financially. So that's why I hustle so hard off the field, right? Like, yeah, one day people are going, it's going, as an athlete, I think you have two deaths. People talk about the two deaths of an athlete, right? And you say, you know, one day I'm going, I'm a big dude. Like, I'm not going to shrink once I'm done playing football, right? So people are going to be like, oh man, you, you, you play ball? And it's going to hurt a little bit. Damn, for the first time since fourth grade, I don't, right? I'm retired. It, I, I can't, like, that's going to be a little scar. I can't solve for that. I just got to grow the fuck up, man up on that, right? But the other part is just financially, I never want to go to a, get to a place where it's like, where we can't live this life that we live currently. We want to go on a trip. Hey, we need to come out and see Ross. Cool. We coming out and seeing you. Like, we're not worried about what it is, right? And so how do I go from, from this life to and backtrack? So what do I need to do to bulletproof myself? And again, for me, that's saving and investing. And in terms of our kids, right, that's life insurance, right? You talk about it so well, right? Like you talk about it all the time, right? Like the way you can insure your kids are millionaires, life insurance <laughs> right now. You know you're going to die, right? Like as much as I remember literally as crazy as it sounds because, you know, knock on wood, you know, I'm not trying to die, right, anytime soon or anything like that, right? Uh, I want to live me a long, healthy life. You know, I know a lot of people talk about them quotes where they like, you know, life, you're hardened by the journey and the rough and the, and the things that you, the obstacles you overcome. I don't want no fucking obstacles. I'm going to tell you that straight up. I done been through a bunch and it's made me the man I am. <laughs> I'm not looking to try to beat fucking cancer and all of that type of shit. Like, I, I'd rather just be smooth sailing on the way out. Like, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is what it is, right? That's me. Like, um, and I don't want that for my kids either, right? Like, I want to, I want them to have just a fucking uh, a dream type of life. I don't give a shit what what, what you know yeah. other people think about that. the The thing that I I I do know, however, is like when we got those life insurance policies finally done. We already we had one. We had a, a whole life insurance policy, custom whole life insurance policy. But when we got the the real deal Holyfield ones. I remember flying, we were going to some game and we were on a flight and there was turbulence. And literally, as crazy as it sounds, it felt good knowing that my shit was in order. Like, if I die today, which is going, it would suck. Like, if this plane don't come down, right? Like, at least the fam is getting broken off. Wifey ain't got to sell out no houses. She ain't got to be like, oh, mm. fuck, we got to, we can't, we got to constrict our lifestyle, right? Like, and that's one of the things I'll be telling some of my boys is like, you know, imagine you pass and now your wife and your family are grieving with your death. But then they also like, yo, we need to sell this. We got to pull back on this. Like, they also got to deal with life without you and your income as well, too. Grieving life and trying to figure out how they going to pay for your funeral. Yeah, your funeral, but then also the money you provided, right? Like, damn, we can't keep this crib no more. We can't we can't keep this car no more, yeah. right? So, like, yep. wifey's going through it, 
just trying to, she lost her best friend. I mean, hopefully, babe, hopefully tell you I'm your best friend. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully still, still that, right? Uh, but she lost her best friend. But also now it's like, well, now I got to make all these business decisions in a panicked and a dramatic mind, mind state of mind, excuse me. So that's one of the reasons why insurance policy, you know, and I'll just tell everybody out there, right? Like get your affairs in order. You know, for me, I was always like, man, I'm that dude that's a Ivy League professor teaching this shit, and I only have my shit in order. What the fuck? You see Chadwick Boseman, Prince, all these folks, right? Big-time folks, got teams around them. They didn't have their shit in order, right? Like, what's going on there, right? We got to do better. We got to do better. I'm going to just say it. We got to do better, and that's the way we make sure our kids eat, our families eat, and they're going to grieve. I mean, I would say, I, I, I want you, you know, everybody talk about you want to be happy at my funeral, mm -hmm. smiling and all that shit. I want you to be smiling and happy. Grieve is, is, is everybody's grief is different. However, you, you want them to be taken care of financially as well, too. So those are some of the ways I make sure that, like you said, the next generation of fam, they never go back to ramen and OJ unless they want to. Because we still got that shit in the closet because that's just, you know, that's what we eat. In the words of Kanye... <laughs> Rich ass kids, this ain't your mama house. Climb on your brother's shoulders, get that top ramen out. <laughs> kids, we still got the ramen here. They gotta know what it is. But right. I do love what you're saying, right? The idea of going back to the bottom is not keeping the same lifestyle that you're accustomed to, and better yet, making it even better for the next generation when they come in. Mm. And that's what it's about, man. Like I look at it and I just really wanna ensure that our kids, my kids, your kids, and everybody who's watching this right like the idea is to help you put you on a pathway so that your family's on a better pathway and coach just gave you one of the, the 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 cheat codes right life insurance and what he said and to even put it in a real perspective what he was saying was that the reason a person a wife right got three kids you pass away she was a stay-at-home wife and now your income is no longer coming in and she's like oh shit, i gotta sell a house I have no more money coming in. The reason she would do that is because if you didn't have a high enough insurance policy. And so let's talk about that real quick, right? At the end of the day, what you want to do is afford your wife or anyone, right? It could go both ways, but it, you want it to be 10 to 12 times what your annual salary is. So if you make $100,000, then it makes sense to get a $1.2 you know, $1.2 million insurance policy that mm -hmm. way, right? Think about it. She could live off a hundred K invest a million, right? If you invest a million, just listen to this. If you invest a million in some tax-free account, right? Or better yet in the S and P 500 long-term, right? You're going to get 10% a year. You can live off 10% a year because guess what? That's what your husband was making. Mm. Think about <laughs> it. If you put 1.2 in there, and you getting 8% or something, guess what? That's 100K. That's what your husband was making. That's the math of it. That's what it really boils down to. So when we're thinking about this, and I love that you even bought up life insurance, right? What we want to do is make sure our kids live a better life, right? Obviously, not only did we come, you know, we got a 400, you know, year. We we, we start, they, everybody else got a 400 year head start on uh, against us, right? But at the end of the day, to ensure our kids do better is like we got to grind right mm. that song we listening to right them moms is grinding right and also what they ain't really take it to was like now we investing now we're thinking smarter right we can't never stop hustling but we hustle smarter mm. right 
if we hustle smarter, we're investing. We got all these different accounts set up so our kids are straight. Our kids is able to go to school and not inherit student loans, right? If you're a kid, right? Like if you had student loans, try to figure out how your kid don't have to get them because you remember what that felt like, right? Uh, but I'm gonna let you take us out, Cope. I ain't gonna keep going because I go all day on this. Nah, bro. We're gonna have to have a follow up convo on this, though. I will say this: we're gonna have to have a follow up convo, and this is, this is might be a convo we need to rope the the whole money music culture community into, man. How do you ensure your kids get the hustle? How do you ensure? Oh, and, and, and I guess we I say the word ensure, but how do you? No one knows until you know we look back on life right but how do you do your best to prepare your kids and your children to appreciate what they have right to 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 want to get up and hustle because they grew up they're gonna wake up and it's gonna be like fresh prince of bel-air you know what i'm saying it's gonna be like mm -hmm. damn cool i got this right how do you get them that mm -hmm. will hustle and not that carlton hustle and again carlton hustle don't let me not let me not hate on carlton i'm talking about the new <laughs> Peacock version of Bel Air, you know, it's a little different. We got a little Carlton, a little different. I ain't never watched it. Is it like that? It's like that. You need to watch it. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna check him out. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get him that one. They did a really good job. With you know, that. I've been watching stuff like Force and and Snowfall. You oh yeah, Snowfall. Me? I'm you telling Snowfall. me I should watch Peacock. Hey, that boy Franklin. Franklin make you want to go to them streets. Oh, my boy. That boy Franklin. Try this motherfucking car. Well, I'm going to tell you, boy, you're going to get off his corners. he go off, he go off. You're going to get off his corners. Bro, what would be so crazy is that when you hear him talk in the interview and son it got a British accent, you'd be fucked up. Like, yeah. what? Yeah. How does so son nice. got a British accent? That's always be the funniest <laughs> hey, thing. Hey, that, that show is talent, man. But yeah, so yeah, that's going to be our next convo is, is how do we, and, and this is going to be us just throwing ideas out, right? Like, how do we make sure Rossi, Bryce, and Braylon, right? Like, how do we make sure they are prepared for life and prepared for the hustle? You know what I'm saying? Without having to do what we had to do. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, man, money, music, culture. This was a, another great, great conversation with my boy, man. Another I appreciate one. you. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate us always coming here and being vulnerable, man. And it's on to the next one. So make sure you tap in, man. Just finished up with your boy, Ross Mack, and your boy, Brandon Copeland, a.k.a. Professor Cope. And we want to make sure you share this with your homies, share this with your neighbors, share this with your children, and share this with your grandma and your auntie. Share this with everybody, man. Money, music, culture. Make sure you tap in. We'll see you next time. Peace.